the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for the only radio show of its kind. Auctioneers of antiques. Collectors of cool. Veterans of vintage. It's the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. For the next hour, enjoy great information about buying and selling antiques and collectibles. And some interesting stories. Now, the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Welcome to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thank you for joining us. We are here every Saturday at 1 o'clock. I'm Susan, and I'm here with Randy Donnelly. We are the owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois, folks. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago. You should come out and see us. Today, we're here to talk about items that you might have at home that are of value that you might want to sell at auction. Hi, Randy. Hey, Susan. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you, too. We have a lot going on this week. I just want to tell you, i got to wear these headphones uh, at home uh, because, actually, I can't hear out of my left ear right now. And, you know, sometimes that might be an advantage (laughs) to our relationship. Yeah, then you can have the TV on as loud as you want. (laughs) But, you know, one one thing I wanted to talk about, Susan, uh, right away, right out of the guns today. All right. Or um, out of the beginning is why we're on Saturdays, which is primarily financial shows. I know. I've listened you know, to uh, it. People have said to me, well, Randy, you're doing an antique show. I don't get it. Why would you want to be on Saturdays when we're all, you know, it's all financial shows and everything? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, if if you don't know this about the show, you are totally missing the point, And that is, we are a financial show. Yes, we are. We're, we're not here. You know, Donnelly Auctions Hour isn't here to ne- necessarily teach people about the art of collecting antiques, um, even though we do. I mean, we tell you a lot of facts and everything about interesting antiques and everything. But our job is actually to help people that do have collections and have already collected um, with the, the task of selling. So often people have gone through years and years of, of collecting and, and acquiring all this stuff, but they never thought of an end game. They never thought, okay, someday after I've collected it all, now what do I do with it? That's right. And and that is happening more and more and more with the average age. The average age of a collector today is 70 years old, which surprises me. I thought it would be much older. I Hmm. I really did. Uh, But but right now, people are passing away. People are just changing their their lifestyles where they're maybe moving and not taking mm-hmm. their collections with them. So we're here, folks, to help you turn your collections into cash. That's and right. We can help you do that. We're going to make it fit in your wallet, <laughs> as I like to say. say. <laughs> That's right. And you know what? Going on today, right now, as we speak, we're holding a firearm and ammunition auction, folks. Are you in the Union, Illinois area? Stop on in. It's uh, it's one o'clock now. I say we probably have about three more good hours of firearms happening. You know, we we probably do, Susan. Yeah, and and again, yes, right now we do have this auction going on, folks. And and I don't want 
to tell you to turn off your radio by any means. No, we want you to continue to listen. Drive out to Union with the radio on. <laughs> but, or if you're not driving and uh, don't want to come to Union, uh, you can still go turn on your computer. You can listen to us and uh, watch our auction live. You know, all you have to do is go to DonleyAuctions.com. And that's Donley, D-O-N-L-E-Y. A lot of people spell it wrong. I know. They put two, two L's or two two-N's N's in there and everything. D-O-N-L-E-Y. Uh, and we've got two, three more hours of gun sales. But tomorrow also, uh, Susan. Big day tomorrow, uh, Sunday. It is a big day. You know, uh, uh, somebody said to me, oh, Randy, you know what? I, I, I won't be there on Sunday. I'm, I'm not interested in ammo. Well, we're not only selling ammo, folks. We've got all kinds of goodies there. A collection of animal mounts, for example. You know, uh, uh, there's gun stocks. There's gun parts. There's there's toy cap guns. There's reloading equipment, primers, powder. Uh, there's even antique fishing gear and lures, holsters, uh, and even knives. Susan. Yeah, I mean, a big knife, knife collection. collection, right? You know, and keep in mind, how many days until Christmas? I don't even know. I don't want to know. Um, but what a great time to get to an auction to buy some gifts for people. It really is. Yeah, the auction yeah. starts at 10 a.m. tomorrow. It started at 10 a.m. today, too. Um, but the doors open at 8, so you can come out early, have coffee and donuts, and take a look at everything that we have. And and I did uh, I, I did think about, you know, for next week, uh, we'll probably be talking about Christmas collectibles on the air. Oh, okay. That's a good topic. Uh, you know, but I, I mentioned knives. Uh, so I, I do want to remind everybody also that we do have a huge, huge 1,500 item, 1,500 fixed blade knives uh, that we're going to be selling as an online only auction All upcoming. Right. So watch our website. Go are, to the website often. Are we still often. taking consignments for that? Oh, my gosh. Folks, if you have anything in knives, whether they be switchblades, folding knives, uh, uh, fixed blade knives, bayonets uh, and everything – uh, so even that, military knives, we can take more consignments for. Absolutely, yes? okay, absolutely. Good. But you know, there's so many knives out there that are huge stabby, money, stabby things. Yeah, that'd <laughs> With, be great. I mean, Randall, always watch for Randall knives. Boy, they bring a premium. Everybody, uh, they sell well. Uh, wants Randall knives. So that's right. So send us an email if you do have a knife collection or even one great knife to sell. Send it to. Consign, C-O-N-S-I-G-N, at DonleyAuctions.com. Send us some general information and some photos, and we will definitely give you the next steps. Mm-hmm. We know when that's coming up? Early next year, probably, right? It will be. It'll okay. be right after the... Good. So the, they still have time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, good. So uh, what, what else we're going to be talking about today? Oh, I can't uh, wait. I have a very interesting topic of discussion that I'm interested in. Oh, uh, you do? Yeah. I can only imagine. We're going to have a fiesta. <laughs> oh, speaking of fiesta, yes. Uh, Not uh, a siesta, a fiesta. <laughs> I'll take a siesta right I'm now. I'm sure you would. Um, but uh, one of the topics I, I want to discuss uh, a little later in the show um, in our next segments is collecting Abraham Lincoln memorabilia. Oh. You know, Honest Abe uh, was probably one of our all that was the all, all-time greatest president. Uh, you know, Reagan, he's up there. Mm-hmm. But uh, Honest Abe was was truly an honest lawyer. You know, when, when he was just running for office, other other people were, were afraid to run against him. Even uh, Stephen Douglas said he can't be beat. He's too honest of a man. And, and, the, and the Democrats understood fully they could not beat 
Abraham Lincoln because everybody across the country already knew what an honest, important person he was. And that's how he got his nickname, Honest Abe. Oh, wow. Great story. Yeah. So we'll be talking about uh, Abraham Lincoln collecting. And- okay. Wonderful. So coming up, uh, we can even start now if you want. Uh, I want to talk about Fiesta wear. Oh, I know. Talk okay. about going from Abraham Lincoln to Fiesta wear. <laughs> yeah. We're all over the board, I folks. know. That's okay. It, we want to keep it interesting, and we don't want you to change the channel by any means. Um, but we have an expert on the line with us today. His name is Brian Mapes. He's from Huntley, Illinois, and he is one of our expert consultants who has expertise in uh, cars, Coca-Cola, and banks. And there's so much to say about Brian. Do we want to introduce him? Well, I, I do. You know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, Brian uh, has has come to start helping us at the uh, Donnelly auctions uh, in, in the past uh, six months or so. Uh, originally from, from Michigan, you know, he's moved, as Susan said, uh, right to Huntley, Illinois. I mean, he's interested in... Uh, uh, antique cars from an early age, you know, did his first auction, you know, when just a kid, he paid $15 for a Schwinn Corvette three-speed. <laughs> and uh, from there, he's he's gone on to, uh, uh, you know, fabulous things such as working at the Gilmore. He was a supervisor at the Gilmore Car Museum for 10 years. And if you're not familiar with car museums, the Gilmore is the largest automobile museum in the U.S., uh, 190,000 square feet of exhibit space, and um, we're so happy to have uh, uh, very Brian happy with to have us. Brian yeah. on our team. But I, we want to talk about one of his specialties, and that is Fiesta wear. Brian, you on the line with us? I excuse me, I am on the line. Well, definitely. thank okay. you for joining us today, Brian. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Fiesta wear, and we're going to continue on with this discussion in our next segment. So don't go anywhere, folks. But right now, Brian, is there, um, tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay. Um, I was born and raised in Michigan, as Randy had said. Um, yeah, did we miss anything there. in that intro? Yeah, stayed there, um, enjoyed life there, but ended up with two daughters that decided that Chicago was the place to be. And so uh, with family here and granddaughter here, it was time to move here. So well, we're glad uh, you're I, in the area. Yeah, I just appreciate the area. And then I was looking around because of my interest in antiques and things. And what do I do? Because I kind of sold off a lot of things as part of the downsizing and moving and semi-retirement. And uh, that's when I came across Donnelly's and and said, hey, why not talk to Donnelly and see what they're up to? And, and maybe there's something that will help keep me busy here. So, well, that's great. Um, but. Well, my history of Fiesta goes all the way back to I was raised on Fiesta wear with my mother. She uh, was one of those that bought it back when it first came out. Um, well, Brian, hold were, hold that thought. Hold that thought because okay. we're out of time. But I want to continue talking about uh, Fiesta wear in our next segment. So don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour right here every Saturday at 1 o'clock. And we're going to be talking about upcoming auctions. We have a calendar full of auctions coming up and other items we're looking for consignment. So you can always give us a call at 815-923-7000 or give us an email at consign at donnellyauctions.com. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. They've been called auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, even veterans of vintage. And they can introduce themselves... Thanks for listening. This is the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer.
Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan. I'm co-owner of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois, here with Randy Donnelly and our expert consultant, Brian Mapes, who is an expert in many fields. But today we are specifically talking about Fiesta Wear. Hi, Brian. Thanks for joining the show. Tell us what Fiesta Wear is. Okay. Well, Fiesta Wear was first introduced in 1936 by the Homer Laughlin Company um, out in Newell, Virginia, right on the Ohio-Virginia border where a lot of the potteries were in that general vicinity, and so they were there as well. And if you look at history, what was 1936? That was in the heart of the Depression yet, and Homer Laughlin said it's time we come out with a basic set of dishes for people that they could have that would be bright colors and start to change the mood a little bit in terms of of the house and how things looked during the Depression years. And so they introduced Fiesta in 1936. They had five colors, were red, a cobalt blue, they used a light green, a yellow, and an ivory. And those were the original colors. And they stayed with those and added a turquoise color back in 37. But they offered this pottery all the way through 1972, and various other colors were added. Some were taken away. But the thing is, it's amazing how much of it was produced and how some people don't even know about Fiesta now. Because in 1948, I looked up some numbers. They produced 10,129,449 wow. pieces of Fiesta wow. wear. What? You know, That's one a year. lot. In Brian, th- this is, uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up as quick as you did uh, as to what it is because most people don't know <laughs> that when you use the term Fiesta wear, that Fiesta wear is, in fact, um, you know, dishes, plates, cups, saucers, there, there's pitchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a wide variety uh, of Fiesta wear out there, isn't there? Yeah, it's it's a complete China set, basically, made affordable for people at that time. You could buy 109 pieces of Fiesta ware for $14.95 <laughs> with a dollar down. That's how they started it. So, oh, wow. You know, Early it's, financing. It's there, yeah. And who knows, you know, grandma and grandpa uh, may have some. You may have inherited some. But Fiesta ware is out there yet, and it's in demand. Uh, especially if you happen to have something rare and don't even realize it. Um, we set, not we, I didn't have much to do with it, unfortunately, <laughs> but um, a new record was set for selling a single piece of Fiesta Ware just a month ago. When a coffee pot in a very rare medium green color sold, it sold for over $50,000 at auction. Wow. Now, that's 50000 50000 folks. For a and- and one of the reasons, again, why are we here? Because we're a financial show warning people how to sell your items because, you know, you very well may have had a $50,000 piece of Fiesta Ware that you sold at, or were ready to sell at a garage sale. I know. You know, these are the kind of things that turn up all the time at sales and, and garage and, sales mm-hmm. and everything. Unfortunately, for a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, you hear about these kind of fines all the time. So we're warning you. You know, please be aware of what your items are worth before you sell. That's right, Brian. Yeah, that's... Tell us a little bit more about other rare items and what's of value. Are there certain colors yeah, that are more valuable than others? 
in that, certain pieces. That's a great point. First of all, the garage sale point, because yes, there are. There were some things made, and they were actually made in 36, but discontinued in 37, because oh. for various reasons, they uh, they just weren't being produced. They didn't come off the assembly as, as well as they thought, or they just were not popular. And they were... Some were added, some were taken away. So, uh, for instance, there is a turquoise, and it's called a covered onion soup bowl. And it looks an awfully lot like a sugar bowl with a cover on it, almost the same size. If you don't know the difference, a sugar bowl is going to sell for $25 in turquoise. This covered onion soup bowl is going to sell for five, six, seven thousand dollars wow. Incredible, <laughs> incredible <laughs> numbers. And, and, and been using it as a sugar bowl and not even realize it. Yeah, you know um, that, that that's so true. You know, it, it's uh, it's the what the reason for this show again is to keep alerting people that these things could happen. And places like ours, Donley Auctions, we will give free opinions if you send us photos um, of what you have. We'll we'll tell you whether you have something or you don't. I always. Uh, use the terminology, well, you wouldn't throw away your, your lottery tickets without checking out the numbers. That's right. Uh, and the same thing is true. You don't want to sell off items like this without first talking to somebody who knows, especially when we're offering our advice free of charge. No obligation Susan, what chat. do they need to do? That's right. Go to our website at com. You can send us an email at consign at com, or you can call us at 815 815- Nine two three seven thousand. Brian, I have another question. What? Sure. Well, you talked about uh, colors. Is there any colors that we should be looking for, and what kind of markings will tell us uh, that we've got the real deal? Yeah. Well, first of all, we also need to mention real quickly that they ended this Fiesta production seventy two, but in nineteen eighty six they came out with Fiesta again, and so you've got basically two generations of Fiesta. Mm. One is the original vintage and the other is not, and there's a, a number of ways, but the number one way of telling Fiesta is kind of a basic starting point is most of it is marked Fiesta on the back. Okay. So you'll know right away if it is or it isn't. Now, does that also mean the the modern repops, the 1980s versions and, and 90s, are they marked the same way? They are marked Fiesta, but they are marked with a capital F, the older is marked with a small F. Oh, oh thank you for great that. Great information. Okay. That's one of the big designations. And, and again, not 100% because there was a little crossover there, but that's a good general rule. Is if Capital it's a smaller F. F, it's probably going to be older. Okay. Uh, F and again, for fake. Color. No, F, capital, capital F, F for, for fake. Yeah. No, capital F is yeah. the older stuff. No, I, I Capital I F not. is the current. They're still Co- producing. Stuff. Capital F is the current. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, one of the things people look at is they're a little afraid of Fiesta because of of the red, the rumor of the radiation red Fiesta. And, yes, that is true. It was made with uranium. And if you put a Geiger counter on original red Fiesta, it will go off. And it will tell you, yes, this has uranium in it. Um, Well, all kidding aside, then, is it, in fact, dangerous to own? No, it is not. Okay. So there's not enough there to... There's not enough there, and especially as long as it's not cracked or chipped, you're fine because it's not leaking out as such. So, Uh you know, that's that's one of the things. But people pay for uranium red. 
because of the, okay. the name and, and the association, and mm-hmm. they stopped producing it in 40, uh, 43 because of the war. They needed the uranium for the war, so you couldn't put it in dishes anymore. So <laughs> wow. that's how the red came out. Great and the story. red looks orange, by the way, to us. We call it orange. The color is English red because Fiesta Ware, the creator of it, was Frederick Curtin Reed, which was an Englishman out of Staffordshire, England. So that's why it's English red. And you'll hear words like the large plates are chargers because they'll be termed that because of the English connection to Fiesta Ware. I'll be there. I'll be there. And I always thought it was orange, so they called it, uh, that's their version of red. Okay. That's their version of red, yes. So um, the other popular color is medium green, which was introduced in 1949. And by the time 49 came around, colors were changing. It wasn't as popular, and not as much medium green was made. And so medium green is a very desirable color. It looks nice, and it's more valuable because fewer pieces. It's the old supply-demand rule applies with vintage Fiesta. I'll be done. Medium green is is very desirable. The red's desirable. And the bottom line is, if you're buying it, whatever colors you like are the ones you should buy. We always always try to mention, buy what you like and you can't go wrong. You'll always enjoy it, especially if you're using it. So absolutely, and but uh, we, we are almost out of time. Uh, Any uh, last Brian? words on Fiesta Wear, Brian? Uh, buy it, enjoy it, and don't put it in a dishwasher and don't put it in the <laughs> microwave. Those are the two okay. rules for vintage Fiesta Wear. Wow, good. great information. And, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, Brian uh, is with us at uh, Donley Auctions. So any questions that you have, uh, you can call us. Uh, at right. 815-923-7000. And right. we can put you right in touch with Brian, who will help you with all this. That's right. And we'd love to find a collection uh, for Brian to review. So send it to consign at donleyauctions.com. You know, we don't normally ask for consignments on dishware and stuff, but Fiesta Wear, I think this could be a great item for everybody to check and see if you have, and we'll have Brian look at it for you. So don't go anywhere, folks. We have some more interesting stories coming up next. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour here every Saturday at 1 o'clock on AM 560, The Answer. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thanks for sticking with us during that break. I'm Susan, and this is Randy. Hi, Randy. We're with Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. Folks, we're talking about items you might have at home that are of value that you might want to put up for auction because now is the time to sell. Right, Randy? Well, it, it certainly is, you know, because uh, uh, auctions are doing very well, folks. And with the advent of the computer in, in recent years, I mean, people just forget that you don't have to be live at an auction. You don't That's have to right. go to auction. You have to, to sit auctions. there all day and, long. And now we're selling not only all over the country, we're selling all over the world. That's I mean, right. We have um, thousands and thousands of bidders at our auctions from all over the world, all looking at the same items. So think about that. You might have 300 people live at an auction, but there's thousands of people at home thousands. on their computers yeah, looking at the same item. So you got a lot of exposure. And, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about today, because when I was a kid, one of the first collections of anything I ever remember seeing was at our bank in, in Berwyn, Illinois. There was a, uh, a Lincoln Federal uh, Savings or it was Lincoln was the, the name of the bank. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
it, it was just so interesting because the owner of the bank collected Lincoln because that was the name of the bank. And there were busts. There were bronze busts. There was chalk. There were uh, photographs and everything. And I used to love to go look in the glass cabinets there. And that was kind of one of the things that really started me, I think, as being interested in being a collector, just the way it was displayed and, and everything. So I always remember Lincoln collecting as as a big hobby. And it surprised me because I found a lot of collectors that were either working at banks and, and everything because, you know, Lincoln is on currency. You know, he's on the penny, of course. He's on the $5 bill. And uh, I assume he still is. I don't know since they've changed <laughs> since they've changed currency. I haven't looked at a fiver in a long time. <laughs> but, um, but Lincoln, uh, you know, was put on uh, so much currency and everything and, and known because – he was known as Honest Abe. That's and right. one of the, the things in our business, Susan, is the word integrity and honesty. That's what you have to have if you're going to have any successful business, really. But it's so important in the auction business. So Lincoln, uh, to me, is is very, very important. And, you know, some of the, the different aspects of collecting Lincoln, again, become different total collections. For example... Uh, beyond coins, you know, which Lincoln is on many, many coins. Lincoln was also on stamps. The four-cent purple postage stamp, which everybody thought was common, and they just used them all up. Uh, actually, yeah. the four-cent purple Lincoln postage stamp is valuable. It has okay. definite value. And then there's a lot of um, of money in CDVs. And I was talking to a, a young guy the other day, and I'm talking about CDVs. And I, I looked at him and I said, you do know what a CDV is, don't you? And and he said, well, of course I do. And I I look at him again. I, I said, we're talking about a photograph here, right? And uh, he said, well, no. You know, a CDV, Susan, is a carte de visite, okay? And they're photographs put on cardboard from 1850 to 1910. Okay. okay, and they were they were given out almost like a business card. I mean, you had your picture on it, and, and so Lincoln CDVs are, you know, very very highly collectible. Well, this what young, did he think you were talking about? Well, he was talking about compact compact disc, disc video, <laughs> yes. a CDV from the nineteen eighties, and uh, uh, here, you know, again a generation gap there. You know, yes, the terminology or the. You know, it was the mm-hmm. same, but totally different subject matter. And so we, we had a good laugh over that. And But, of course, CDVs are very collectible, even the new ones, um, because you think about 1980, you know, that's what, 40, time ago. 43 yeah. years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so even even compact discs are, are collectible. But at Back any to rate. Lincoln. Okay, so we're looking for CDVs. Stamps, coins. What else you got? Well, what else is bus. collectible? Uh, oh, bus. Oh, okay. yeah. My goodness, bus. And and you know, again, when I was a kid, every every museum I ever visited with my family 
always had a Lincoln top hat, quote unquote, a Lincoln top hat. How many of them were really Lincoln top hats? We don't know. But everybody that had a top hat in their museum years ago, it was always a Lincoln top hat. Wow. So, Remember, we had one at auction and uh, we had Tucker wearing it. Well, that wasn't a Lincoln top hat, though. It wasn't, though. That, that, that was a top hat. Speaking of which, we do have some top hats coming up oh, my in, gosh, um, yeah. in, in our next auction, as a matter of fact. So, uh, and then, uh, so, uh, uh, do I, I don't have time for a quick story, do I? Well, you got to talk fast, but oh, okay. that next auction we're talking yeah. about is January 6th. <laughs> years so ago. I want to get that in. Years ago, I actually ended up buying Adolf Hitler's photo album, but that's a whole nother story. Because of the headlines I made— Everybody was trying to sell me things. The family of Abraham Lincoln tried to sell me the Lincoln photo album. I didn't believe it was real. And years later, it went up for auction over a million bucks. Are you kidding me? It was the real McCoy. I didn't recognize it. That was long before Donnelly Auctions. And that's why I'm in the auction business now. The Donnelly Auction Hour. I'm sure we'll have some more coming up. Don't go anywhere, folks. We have Shauna Donnelly coming up with an update on the Donnelly Real Estate Group. And I'm going to give you an update on all these upcoming auctions we t- keep talking about because it's not too late to consign. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. And now, more of the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. We are back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, co-owner of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. Here with my partner, Randy Donnelly. Uh, we're going to talk to Shauna with... A little bit on the Donnelly Group update, but first, Randy wants to talk about Lincoln again. You got <laughs> no, more information? You know Susan, I just, <laughs> wanted, to, I just I wanted to remind everybody <laughs> out there why I was talking about Lincoln, and that Lincoln. is simply because there's, you know, we're in the land of Lincoln, and there's That's a true, lot yes. of people who collected <laughs> Abraham Lincoln memorabilia here in Illinois. Okay. So I'm telling everybody... You know, we can sell your collections. If you have a Lincoln collection or just interesting items, I'm always looking for Lincoln memorabilia to sell. So All right, now us, that I got that out you're there. You're done now? Okay, send us an email at consign at donleyauctions.com with some general information and some photos. And we will let Randy take those calls about I Abraham will. Lincoln. I will. <laughs> All right. Um, we have Shauna Donley, your daughter, who is leading up. The Donley Group. Hi, Shauna. Thanks for joining the show. Tell us what's new. Hi, Susan. Hi, Randy. Thanks for having me. Um, Well, I just would like to let everybody know what the Donley Group is. We are a group of real estate brokers with At Properties Christie International. Our goal is to sell your homes for top dollar, not necessarily auction them. We go on the public market just like anybody else with At Properties. So as far as updates go, um, I'd like to let everybody know as people are moving out of state, buying second homes, transferring for jobs, you don't have to live in Illinois in order for me to sell the property that you have here. You don't have to live in Illinois in order to buy a property here. Just last week, I got an email from someone uh, who found us through the Domley Auctions website, clicked on the real estate tab sent me an email. He lives in France and he has a condo in downtown Chicago that he'd like me to sell for him in the new year. So we wow. can take care of everything digitally. It's wow. You forget how, how technology is. It even applies in real estate. Yeah. I can take care of everything for you. That's wonderful. And I know a lot of agents just use their cell phone picks to sell properties and homes. What do you do differently, Shauna, when you're um, selling homes for people? 
I take it you've been looking at some real estate. And <laughs> we have, some, as a matter of fact. <laughs> some non-professional photos out there. So our group takes care of everything. There, there are no additional fees for advertising, for photography, floor plans, digital walkthroughs. And that's all part of the importance when we do have out-of-state investors who are buying or selling. You know, um, we want to show your property online just like it is a virtual showing because that's what happens. I so even saw showing is always online. I even saw one time, Shauna, you were using a drone. Do you still use drones out there for overhead shots? If, if the property calls for it, absolutely. Okay. We do drones. We That's do wonderful. virtual tours, digital floor plans, everything. It's all you know, taken care of and, and no additional cost. And, and Susan, I'm so glad you brought up that uh, issue of photography because this one thing we strive for at Donley Auctions is taking great photos of, of items for sale and uh, to, to watch what Shauna does. Um, to, to list a piece of property with uh, the photography and everything. It's absolutely incredible, and you keep the Donnelly name looking good, Shauna. I appreciate that. That's right. That. You don't have to be there to see it. The photos speak for themselves, just like our items at auction. Our photographers, uh, Jim Obos. Top notch. Oh, Top my notch. gosh. Jim and Becky, uh, JPM Photography. If you want to see a crack or a chip in an item, it's going to be in the photos, folks. So, again, it's all about integrity and being very honest with our merchandise. Got to see the photos. You know, Shana- and it's the same thing in real estate, how important that is. You know, as an agent, you don't want to just stick a property on the MLS and sit back and wait for the showings to come to That's you. Right. We aggressively advertise our properties because it's so important to get our clients top dollar when we're selling a house. You know, Shauna... You one thing I, I want to mention again and again and again. You and I were at a couple properties um, this week together, and I remember a, a gentleman saying, "Well, you know, the neighbor's really interested in this, and, and you know, that would be the easy way for me to go." And um, I, I did say to him, "Yes, it would be the easy way to go, but what are you going to get for it? What's it worth?" I, I said to him, "I said if you had ten thousand in cash right now in your hand." Would you just go give it to the neighbor and say, hey, you're a great neighbor. You've been good uh, uh, living next to us all these years. I just want to give you a $10,000 tip for that. And he said, well, no, of course not. And I said, well, that's a good chance of what you're doing by not listing your property. Um, Because, Shauna, you continually get more uh, than than full price uh, offers for, for these properties. Explain that. Well, you know, it's it's a combination. And first, I just want to say that $10,000 number, I mean, you just pulled that out of the air for an example, because sometimes I've gotten people $50,000 more, not more than asking necessarily, but more than what they were willing to take because we analyze the market. We do a comparative market analysis and a broker price opinion, and we make sure that we are pricing this property for the seller's best interest. Sometimes that's top dollar. Sometimes it's a quick sale. So I work with my sellers to formulate a game plan. I don't just say, this is the price, work with me or don't. You know, we we put a plan together and really do work together. Um, So when it does come to selling property over asking, um, especially in this market, you know, with interest rates expected to drop four to six times next year, sellers get your property on the market now. It's going to happen. Wonderful. Um, You know, we we are able to truly achieve a lot more because we're not just a local company. You get a local feel working with us. Um, You know, you have my cell phone number when we work together. You can contact me anytime for any reason. Um, But we are a global presence. So your property is being advertised all over the world, not just 
to the people on your street. That's right. Shauna, thank you so much for joining the show with that update of the Donley Group. You can get a hold of Shauna at DonleyAuctions.com. That's D-O-N-L-E-Y. Go to the Real Estate tab, and you will get Shauna's information immediately and can talk to her direct. Don't go anywhere, folks. We are going to talk about upcoming auctions, some more consignment items we're looking for. Randy always has a list of things he likes to talk about. But you're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour right here every Saturday at 1 o'clock on AM560, The Answer. The Donnelly Auctions Hour continues now on AM560, The Answer. We are back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan here with Randy Donnelly. We're the owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago. We have an auction coming up January 6th that I want to talk about. You know, normally we do our firearms and ammunition auctions with military, with military but we had the second day, right? such a great turnout of firearms and ammo that we had to do a separate day for the military auction so mark your calendars for saturday january 6th randy tell them about the great items coming up in january well we've got all kinds of uh, goodies as far as military if you like helmets there's a fabulous selection of, of helmets both uh german and american you know some foreign helmets not a lot this time but uh uh some some watches, I mean, ship's clocks, I mean, all kinds of goodies. There's daggers, flags, swords. Uh, for a military collector, um, there, there's something for everyone, whether you collect American items or, or uh, German, German, Japanese, Japanese you know, Korean, yeah. uh, you know, all the wars. Oddly, oddly, we don't have a huge selection of Japanese in this auction, but we Not just yet. we just got a collection in of 1,000 items Almost all World War II Japanese that's coming up for a future auction. Okay. So, so keep I heard your, that uh, might be February. Keep your eyes we'll open see. for that. Okay. But, uh, Susan, you liked these uh, little uh, German uh, regimental flasks. We have regimental flasks and steins mm-hmm. and all kinds of uh, uh, truly goodies in this. When will this be online? It should be online as we speak now. Oh, my goodness. So really? go to our website at DonleyAuctions.com. Go to the January 6th. Uh, photo. It's a flyer of all the items, and there will be a button there that's, that will take you to our bidding platforms. Mm-hmm. So you can bid now. You don't have to come out live to Union, Illinois, as much as we'd love to see you and meet you. You can bid from home online. There is an extra 5% um, fee to do that out of convenience, you know, to be able to not drive anywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can bid at home. You can bid live with us in person. You can put an absentee bid in, just call the office. And I even do phone bids. It's like you're there live. You know, uh, more uh, auctions that we've got coming up will be license plates. Everybody knows we sold a license plate for over yes, thirty thousand dollars, and 30, it was 000. number one first plate ever made in Illinois. We sold it. Now, guess what we've got coming up? A nineteen eleven porcelain license plate, number one serial number one from the city of St. Louis, Missouri. 1911 Missouri license plate number one. That is very That exciting. should go for huge money. So you want to get your license plates in that auction. 
And we particularly love it when there's big runs. You know, right. people used to have the same number for years and years and years. And, you know, they never changed their number. They nailed them up in the garage, <laughs> in the rafters or the walls. And that's where they're still at. That's where we find license plates all the time, folks, is in your garages. We'll come and we'll rip them down for you. We'll take them out <laughs> right. and uh, do whatever's necessary to make it fit in your wallet. That's right. you got license plates Send us an email at consign at donleyauctions.com with some general info and some photos. We've got to see the photos and where you're located. And, of course, Louis uh, DePasqua is putting together our guitar and uh, band instruments uh, auction. That's coming up. If you've got anything from, from bands and equipment and instruments, early band clothing, we're looking for it. That's right. And one of my auction favorite auctions coming up that I can't wait to see is March 16th. We have an amazing ordinance collection. I don't know, 800 to 1,000 items, folks. You can't miss it. But go to our website at donleyauctions.com for those upcoming dates. Tune in next week. More interesting stories. For now, I'm Susan. And I'm Randy Donley. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you at, at the auction. auction. Thanks for listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Check out all the latest information on upcoming auctions and collectibles at DonnellyAuctions.com. And while you're there, you can contact someone about buying or selling your collectibles or estates. That's DonnellyAuctions.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.